are listening to Grace Notes, a radio outreach of Sandbeck Ministries. Did you know that being angry is not a sin? In fact, God Almighty gets angry, and He certainly does not sin. However, dealing with our anger improperly can result in sin. Making the best of our emotions is the topic our host, Barbara Sandbeck, has been focusing on in our last several programs. Today, she'll discuss when anger is justified and when it's not, using an example from the life of a biblical character. We'll also cover ways to diffuse our anger so that we handle it correctly. This is so important to know because life is full of situations that can make us angry. William Shakespeare once said, Heat not a furnace for your foe so hot that it do singe yourself. Great advice that complements the scripture in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. It says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Footholds, or anger problems, manifest themselves in various ways. Some people aggressively act out anger feelings by attacking or trying to control. Some use addictions to avoid their feelings. Others become introverted and depressed or use their anger to manipulate or manage others. All anger problems are a form of control. When anger is reacted to, the anger is in control. That's when it becomes a foothold. Let's look at an example of this in Genesis 4, 4-12, through the story of Cain. As we read this passage, note the reason for his anger, his response, his reaction, and the result. Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. First, is Cain's anger justified? Look at what Jesus said in Matthew 5.22a in the King James Version. It says, I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Cain was really angry at God because he didn't accept his sacrifice done his way. When he became jealous of his brother's success, then anger took over. Cain's anger was not justified. Anger is wrong when it's used merely to let people know our resentments or to show our authority, when it's not directed to a good end, when it's used to excite ourselves to revenge, or when it's soon raised or long continued. Cain's response to his anger, his face was downcast. In other words, his countenance fell. An angry person usually wears it on their face. His reaction to his anger, 
He plotted evil. Instead of doing what God had told him to do, God gave him a way to deal with his feelings and even warned him of the consequences of choosing the wrong response. The result of Cain's anger? He gave into it and murdered his brother. What a great penalty he paid for it. God always gives us a way out too. 1 Corinthians 10.13, my favorite, it won't get too tough verse, (laughs) says, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Here's when anger is okay. When it's kindled not against persons, but sins, our own and others. When we're displeased with vice, immorality, idolatry, or false doctrine. When it's for the good of those with whom we're angry to awaken the offender to repentance and prevent them from doing it again. When it's for the glory of God and promoting of the interest of Christ. When it's used to give warning to others. So... Let's look at Scripture to help us deal effectively with our anger. Proverbs 19.11 A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. James 1.19-20 Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Ecclesiastes 7.9 Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Romans 12.19-21 says, Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Philippians 2.5 says, To learn the mind of Christ, who forgave even his executioners. Luke 6.28 says, To bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. You can't be angry with someone you pray for. Having a problem with how to bless them? Ask God to show them truth. That's the greatest blessing anyone can receive. Proverbs 15.1 A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Romans 12.18 says to do what we can to keep peace. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Seek peace, pursue it, and cultivate it. Live in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the lusts of the flesh, The fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians 5.22 and 23 is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Okay, now some practical ways to avoid sinning when angry. Go to the offender with a spirit of love and forgiveness. Seek out a mature and understanding third party who can listen, advise, and lead. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. Realize that this may be an opportunity to grow your patience. Count to ten or a (laughs) hundred before responding. Realize that no offense against us is as great as ours against God. 
Keep in mind that offenses are opportunities to shine when our response is unhuman. There's another type of anger that we may not even realize we harbor. Anger against God for doing or not doing something the way we think He should. Perhaps a loved one died unexpectedly or at someone else's hand. Maybe we poured ourselves into a ministry or job only to see it fail. How about an unfair divorce, lost job, or financial ruin? When we were watching our P's and Q's, there are lots of situations we may be blaming God for when they're really because of sin in the world that we and others commit. Seeming tragedies are times to trust God even more, draw near to Him, and receive His comfort. There are also times when the attributes of His character are made more evident, if we take the time to see them. The songwriter of this next song understood, from experience, the benefit of trials. Instead of becoming angry at God when she didn't understand why things were happening the way they were in her life, she reached out and asked Him to teach her a lesson, just like Job did. God gave her His wisdom his understanding, and this incredibly profound song, I Need Say No More, the song says it all. Listen carefully. We pray for blessings. We pray for peace. Comfort for family. Protection
Grace Notes. If you've been blessed by this ministry or would like a transcript or CD of this broadcast, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.